Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the weekly manga review show here at the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. What up, Luke Hollywood? Very weekly. What's up, Luke Hollywood? The Hollywood kid is in the house. This is episode 34 for for the week of December 19th, 2021, and it is the Shonen Jump three and four you told me combined. three and four combined because there will be no new chapters it's the most week. wonderful time of the year Jim. yeah yeah i guess the last chapter before what would be that week off will be like a kaiju number eight is coming out on thursday kaiju i wanted to make sure eight. to see if it was but it is we'll see i just had an x chapter last week so Color it bits. would have been probably would have been better served to just have that x chapter yeah we would have given a higher score you know what i mean pretty but pictures still, yeah, they have the pretty pictures, but it's weird to have an X chapter, then come back with a chapter, and then have a week off. Come back, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, we will not be talking about the X chapter. But already over on our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Weird Science Manga, we have talked about the picks of the week. As you listen to this, you could also go over there and get a a bit of a show where we talk the latest chapters of PP 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 Sakamoto Days and. Me and Roboco, where we throw a lot of shade at people who don't like me and Roboco, you know, because it's kind of like we get our, you know, muscles over there where we start yelling about people who are listening and stuff like that. But you probably will hear that me and Roboco mentioned again by the end of this show. There's a very strong possibility that you will. And just to let everybody know, it was a holiday theme chapter, which I thought we were going to get more of. In this regular round of it's stuff we're really, doing But we really didn't get it The so. Christmas isn't really a big From what I can tell, not a big thing in the Japan. Now, Yeah, it's weird They, they Roboco, eat the fried they have chicken, that. but they don't have the, the Christmas It's not a big thing, depending on your religion That would, that would be the big thing There's there's a uh, bunch of religions going on That are not that sort of deal So I understand But yeah, I expected at least another Kind of holiday type mm-hmm, thing, even mm-hmm. For everything going on Including the new year uh, but we didn't get a ton of them this week. We kind of just had, you know, chapters going along there, merry away. Uh, also, if you want to follow us over at Twitter, go to Weird Manga and follow us. We'll follow you back 100%. And also over on the Patreon. Again, there are a bunch, up to 14 episodes of the Manga Monday show where we're starting to do bangers there. We're, we're done. We ended up doing the last two weeks that are on the early access right now, uh, Attack on Titan and the Battle Angel. Moneymakers. We end up talking about those. So those will be there with a bunch of others as well. But we're going to kick off this week's weekly review show with what book there, Luke? We have a banger to kick things off with the blue boxes at Chapter 34, Girls Ellipses. Girls Ellipses here. And yeah, you end up having the fireworks deal going down. The fireworks Everybody's factory. there. Shinatsu is there with her crew. We end up already knowing that Taiki is going to be there with Hina. The big question is, is it going to be from the last bit? You know, what's this going to be like? Is this going to be like a date? Is it going to be something? I still think that it's a swerve. I don't know that we're going to get full out because... Everybody likes Chinatsu. Everybody likes Hina. There's hashtag Team Hina, right? Team That's Hina. what I'm on Team. The right That's team. What I'm on, right? That that would be right. But with that, I don't know that you want to end up having anybody hate Chinatsu or hate Hina. It just felt weird, and you always had this little, you know, oh my god, that's going, and it never went that way. 
I still think that this is going to be revealed as something. I told you, I think it's going to be revealed that Shinatsu is just trying out being a cutesy girl because she might want to go on a date with that boy who likes her from the study club. Study That's all club I can think boy. Of because she's so, you know, wanting Taiki to just say, oh, she looks cute. She looks nice, but never anything like feelings. It's a weird kind of deal. But is that what her heart really desires? To? I don't know. I, she likes the candy apples. You end up at the beginning right away, you have Shinatsu walking around and you end up seeing that she does see Taiki and Hina going. Hina is dressed up in the yukata, all that. So she's all like, oh, my God, that's like a fancy date. Mm -hmm. And they're not really talking much. Taiki and Hina are kind of being very nervous around each mm -hmm. other. It's a little different than what it would be. A chatterbox, you know? Yeah, and again, does this show that maybe... They're, they're not made for each other I don't know But with all of that You know they end up eating some things They're kind of Hey I'll get you a drink I'll get you that But none of Neither are talking much And they go and they set out the blanket To watch the fireworks And then finally you end up having A mosquito come as the wingman And comes and you know Bites Hina And in, in a weird deal It's like we end up having these Weird things this week where it, it ends up biting her and, oh, let me get that lotion. You know, it's that sort of insect repellent. And he's going to put it on there and says, oh, your hair, it's its very nice. It's kind of coming out at this one point. But this is something Hina was trying to work on. She doesn't usually do. Um, But finally, and she's like, is he going to say I look cute? Is this going to be something? What does he think of? What's going on? And uh, he says, I thought it looked cute. And then she's like, oh, my God. And she gets all excited. And then you'll say that again <laughs> as he's like, oh, well, cute. Like, say that again as the fireworks go off. I'm like, all right. I don't know. But you end up where they like the fireworks. They're just sitting there. They're not holding hands. They're not doing anything crazy like that. But she's happy that he said that she was cute. That, that's, that's about it. And didn't even say that. Just said her hair looked cute. Um, but, yeah, you end up pretty much with Taiki like, Girls, uh, I'll never understand these <laughs> these creatures. Um, but yeah, with that, he actually, you know, goes up to get something to drink, and then she's all excited. Oh my god, looks cute. He said I look cute, but again, I don't know what they're playing with. Again, I, I should just go with it. Everybody else is going with it. Team Hina, all yelling. I love Team Hina. I, team just, Hina. Don't, I just don't think that it's that. But but glasses set them up. He didn't go on the. You know? But then she seemed more nervous than I thought. Like she, the best with with Hina, she's very out of character. This, yeah, this she wanted to ask Taiki alone, didn't. Glasses goes. Koi doesn't get to go. Then she's nervous again. Taiki doesn't know what the hell's going on. And then what I saw in the comments as well on the manga plus is you end up having one of the biggest tropes of romance mangas and mangas in general: the idea of the the girl that's lost at the at the fair. A little girl that's lost. I, I have not read enough to realize how big a trope it is. So many comments that These I can parents say need that to keep it must an eye be. Kids. Yeah, Jeez. really. And they're off getting, you know, food and stuff. Who needs these kids? And that, it's funny because the girls kind of dress like Hina, too. And at first, Hina shrunk, didn't oh, she? No. Right? So they end up where Chinatsu, being a good person, is helping her. And then she's like, oh, I, you know, scuffed my knee or whatever. She has a boo-boo. And they're like, oh, pain, pain, go away. And then points over there. There's Taiki again. Cliffhanger. Deer in headlights. It's always deer in headlights. But it's always. him this time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it goes. It's you know equal opportunity. <laughs> deer in headlights at this book. And then she goes, oh, 
So what is going to happen here? Next is week's he going to end banger. up helping Shinatsu with this girl and missing the fireworks? And Hina gets upset. Is Taiki going to say, I have to go. Hina's waiting for me. And then Shinatsu says, well, what's that about? While Hina's right behind them. And Taiki goes, I'm just friends. But she actually wants to be more. I don't know. We'll have to see. Crazy. We'll have to see. Uh, what would you give it? Uh, you know, like a very quick chapter. I bought, I had some nice moments. I'm going to eight point five. Yeah, I'm going to go eight point five as Solid. well. It's it's what we like in the book. You, it you is get what that it deal. is. And really, by the end of every chapter of Blue Box, somebody's deer in the headlights, and somebody thinks that there's a love triangle going on when they're well, usually we're still happy. But we may have it. Be funny. He goes back and Koi's there. He's like, I. I I'm on the mend, and I'm going to get busy. I don't know why I'd say that there, <laughs> well, but uh, with all that, oh he, got all, he got all revved up. Now I'm <laughs> laughing, and I'm coughing. So what did is, you. What is next? <laughs> next up, if I can find it, we have the Witch Watches, Chapter 43. Oh, is that the end of the page? Because I was reading it. It's uh, called Summer Monsters Part 2. Summer Monsters Ooh. Part 2. We have the water warlock who has trapped everybody. I thought it was just going to be the girls, but it's not. Uh, you end up having them even trapping, you know, Moy. The boys. Um, they can't get out. I They're actually swimming forgot. with the fishes. Full out forgot that it was actually Wolfman Kaigo oh, going yeah. on there, uh, which is kind of a big thing in this. But the deal is they can't use... Any sort of magic, any sort of attacks. Khan doesn't have a span. Moy doesn't have his stuff. Nobody has their stuff, and they're stuck. And this guy is going on and on about how he ended up going to drown himself, I would believe. And they're, they're really setting it up. He was probably bullied because of his stutter. Maybe. He has a stutter. And that's the only reason I think that, because he did try to drown himself. So you're left to wonder why. Yeah. And they're not yeah. going to get into it. But I assume... It might be something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he ends up, and later they said, when he went in the water, starts drowning, the stress, all that must have activated his inner magic. And he ended up having water magic. And he says it's pretty powerful, and you can tell it is. And he is going to kill Nico. And he's going to kill her to get more money. And it's weird. Like, the idea of the setup, it's okay, but it's almost like this guy is like, and we hardly knew you. He's just there to be this over-the-top bad guy. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm the water. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And when they all can't fight back, they're desperately trying. And, and they really can't. A little boy comes. And and this guy, <laughs> he's Maharu, I still, when he shows up, they really want to stress, like, he does look like a little girl, right? He shows up. Either that or a little Dutch boy. But he shows up, and I like him. I, the thing is, I don't know that I want him to continue like we want it with I, Nino. You know, I don't want him to join the crew. And it seems like he's joining the crew here. It you seems know? like he might be crew bound. I, I don't know potential. that we need him. I think that the funny thing about him would be in small spurts. And this one doesn't even quite. You, you get a, a crazy deal by the end. But I like him with that. He speaks his mind, not realizing. At one point, they yell, "Know the room, you know, get the room." Read but it the wasn't room. as funny as last chapter's no. "Read the Room" moments. This is kind of like, "Come on, guy, we're we're in big trouble and gonna die. Let's yeah, get this to is it." Read the business. room. Yeah. So he just shows up with his umbrella. It's not raining out. What's he doing with this umbrella? I mean, the the thing is, this is black and white. 
But I, I assume if we would get a color page mm-hmm. or, or thing with him on it, the only way we're going to do that is if he joins the crew, though. But I think that he's like Snow White skin. Oh, like, super pale? Like he a doll? Can't, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a porcelain doll. Yeah, yeah. He can't have the sun get on him. That's why. Why is he showing up with this thing? But we find out that it is a little little bit of a, a luck, stroke of luck that he has that even though he ends up being the the kind of attacks like bullseye over at Marvel, anything can be a sword. He that can make him. anything do the cotton. He, he shows up there about to die. Everybody's getting attacked by a giant. You see this warlock in the middle of this whole deal where he's made. A water spout, almost like an octopus type thing, and Crazy. and and here comes I, I, if I say it right, Mahir, Maharo, Miharo, yes. uh, shows up and says, "I got you drinks, everyone. Anybody want a drink?" And they're like, "Come on, dude! Like <laughs> we're in trouble here." And so you end up where they say, "Thank God you're here. Go get your dad. Go get your dad." There's a couple twists in this, and I'm not even going to say twists. There's a couple shocks okay. in this because when he says, oh, my dad, I don't know. And then the water warlock says, oh, that, that guy's dad. I know that guy's dad. He can't do anything. That lip. old exorcist, I, he won't be able to get anything to do. And you end up having, you know, a guy say, he's right. My dad couldn't do that. But look at me. And he jumps up and slices the water with this deal that he makes out of his crazy umbrella he has a knife and he said or a sword and he says i can make anything into a sword to attack and he does end up saving the day he has like one of those cane swords but it's the umbrella swords it looks like because he even puts it back together but everybody's saved and so you have that and like okay what should we do with this guy this water guy just takes off he just starts running down the, the stream and you do end up getting Kaigo as Werewolf Kaigo comes and just just destroys him, just punches him into the sky, Boom. right? So gets it done there. But with all of that, it almost has a diehard type ending because at the end, you end up, okay, they did that. What are we going to do? What's, you know, we got some cool things here uh, with Maharo, but nothing great. Uh, and then all of a sudden, while we think the guy's down, oh, this big giant hand looking thing of water Pointy comes behind water. him. And ends up going to attack everyone. They all jump out of the way. Maharo, he gets impaled. He's dead. I mean, he is straight up dead at this point. Guts. I mean, blood coming out of his mouth, guts, and he's just like, <laughs> and they they're like, oh my god, we got to do something. We got to save him. And this shocked the heck out of me. Oh yeah. And like Nico, your healing spell, and you end up having him say, no, that that's not fast enough. It's not going to work. And then he goes, let me see your hand, but then grabs his forearm goes, pinch, pinch, and heals. And, and then, you're again, like, no, then again, what? he makes some sus noises. Yeah, well, well then it's like, yeah, then, then it gets <laughs> almost like, seriously, it's like Food Wars oh reactions, right? I mean, it's like, oh, God, the best thing ever. <laughs> He's going off. And they're all looking like, what the heck is what going happened? on? His wounds are healing up. And then <laughs> out of nowhere, he just gets up. He goes, I'm okay. Like, what? What happened? We saw you dead. He's like, yeah, I'm a vampire. That's it. He just says it. My family are vampires. We're exorcist vampires. That's just what we do. And away we go. That's it. And it ends. But it was crazy. And there were some big things. I mean, big things I'm saying. You, you end up fighting a warlock, and then you find out a guy's a vampire. 
It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Overall, though, I don't want him to join the team. I don't think that they need anybody else on this team. Kaigo was already stretching it. We like mm. him enough, but and he already just earned his welcome. Yeah, really. yeah. Nemo, we want more Nemo, of her. All she the was time. a shoe in the all but the time. Like, I think that if you end up getting Maharu, you're going to end up not having time for you know Nemo. Or the fights of crowds. Yeah, really, we don't need that. But with all that going down, one of the big important things I thought was that this guy. I mean, we don't really know anything about this guy. You know, the water warlock, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he knows that Nico is a thousand witch. He says it, and that's mm, pretty big. I yeah. don't know why he would know that and why that is out and about for everybody, but it seems like there are people who know, you know, what she is and will want to take her down. And we see that it might not just be the big bads, it might just be just anybody. They, they end up being able to get money or fame or whatever by taking her down. So that, that does do that. So I did like that. Uh, but overall, it was a cool enough chapter. I just, I don't know. When you end up having Maharu being this big focus, I'm really worried that the dad's going to say, you go with them and, you know, take care yeah, of them. Yeah, the dad's going to go on a holiday vacation. Yeah. And then or, you go, you have to die. live in the house now. Jeez. Exactly. And remember, the whole thing, they got, they were going there to figure out what they could get to help them. Mm-hmm. It might just be him. It might just be, I oh, could be what, what you're here. Yeah, what you're here for is actually to take him away and he'll help you. But I don't know. I like him enough just in a small spurt. But what would you give it? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to 8 out of 10. I yeah, mean, I'm going to go 8 too. I like Miharu too, but I feel I like they go very heavy. Like, like we it's, we only just got the guy and then they're pulling on the heartstrings when he gets sliced and diced. Yeah, it's like crazy. Straight though. away. And I get that's the show, that's the whole vampire twist. But it still feels a bit forced, you know what I mean? Yeah, it did. It, I, I actually thought that even starting that out, the idea of this water warlock felt a little forced as well. Uh, but we'll go to the next chapter. And what is that? Uh, something that never feels forced, but always feels sus. Always sus. sus. There's and, one yeah, There's sus. one panel. Look so at this. Sus. No, just the title page. Oh, yeah, my goodness. I'm, can't I'm read this one on the bus. Holy moly. That's Jeez, right. no, not even just that. I mean, the one point, it's like, holy crap. Like, well, you, you really, like, <laughs> Rio, put put your boobs back. I mean, seriously, <laughs> you're, you're all over the place. Uh, but what is it? We have the Akashi Triangle. Chapter 73, a blow that river away. That's not all that's getting blown. Oh yeah, really. It's crazy. And, and basically all this, I love where you end up having that continuation of that kiss there. Everybody going nuts. We got gossip girls, gossip this boys. Is like we got goss- it all. Gossip school. Oh, yeah, it is boy. gossip school. And that actually is Shadow May or Hirasaka. She's going by here. That's her whole plan. Her whole plan isn't just to get, you know, Suzu jealous. It's to actually make her be like, the, oh, look at that hussy. Like everybody telling the, you know, oh, my God, she's kissing everyone. This is going on here and all these rumors. And it, it is going to bring this whole thing down is what Shadow May thinks. And I thought it was good play only because she thinks back and the rumors that went around is what ended up making her getting killed and, and you know, really sought out and, and by the Ayakeshi, uh deal. And so she thinks that's just the way to do it, that it's going to, you know, be able to put that wedge between them. But in the meantime, this is all school shenanigans. For uh, the most a whole part. chapter worth. Yeah. And it is gossip boys in the forefront. These gossip boys are there like and, and you know that they're the gossip boys, too, because two of them 
They're there and the one doesn't even tuck in his shirt And his tie's loose But the other two, I love the other two guys Peeking around the corner Looking in like, that's her, that's her Oh my god, really that's her? She looks so innocent, oh my god She's making out with everyone And that they're just going on and on about this Both Suzu, Matsuri, Shadow May So they have to figure out what to do And the funny thing is Matsuri just is like Well, I guess I could just put the focus on me He doesn't want to just have the focus on Suzu because he's afraid she won't be able to take it. And the thing is, while Shadow May keeps saying, oh, the plan's working, I don't see it working. Why would they say, you know, the idea of this then is that Siri goes and he's going to protect Suzu, but in a rumor sort of way. I just don't get what she thinks she's still doing here. As Shiragami goes insane with all this, because everything involves kissing and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. For the prude, way too much. But I do like the way that, like, uh, Matsuri remembers that this was back in the day. You remember when Suzu was getting bullied because she was Yeah, when she was getting bullied because, and she doesn't want, he doesn't want that to happen. like the rumors. Yeah, because the rumors, then the gossip boys and girls were like, she's hanging around with the ghost and talking to herself and all that. And they, people were, and she got upset. That's So he's going to jump in. Now, with that, we do have uh, a couple gems. First off, we have a continuation of what is Roboco. But with <laughs> that, that, is, that has to, that is yeah, absolutely. I'm like, serious. Oh At one point, I thought she was going to mention something about her knees. Oh, my but goodness. With all that, Lou, gem. <laughs> Everybody's losing their mind, and they're like, what do you think, Lou? It's insane, isn't it? She's like, yeah, no comment. People can do what they want. It's just like, that is good. Lou, you're on it because she's reading her crazy books. But yeah, she basically says, because, and with that, the, the girls and guys are going nuts because it's, oh my God, she kissed a girl and then kissed this and then kissed that. They're all up in arms about all of it. And yeah, Lou's like, I don't care. People can love who they want. I'm like, you are a gem every time you show up, girl. But then you see this weird deal that you don't know right away is a plan, but the plan here then. Is for Matsuri to go over and go to Rio. Hey, baby, what's going on tonight? We're going to go and quink, quink, study because he's setting up this crazy deal in front of these guys so that they lose their mind and go and tell the deal. And so <laughs> this is Rio's dream, though, right? Like, oh, this is what she wants. And Sign he, her up. Matsuri is all over her to, to play this game up. They go off and like, let's go over here. The boys are chasing them around, trying to find them. They they duck into like a, a closet to kind of what they were going to do is they were going to ruffle up their hair and maybe like do something to, to blush a little, get Hit a little, walls, you know, get a little flustered, do some things and then come out and just walk away while the boys like, oh, my God, I can't. What happened? No, no, no. Rio goes in and starts stripping. She goes legit. She yeah, is she, method acting she here. She is a method actor. She's like, hey, we're doing it. <laughs> undressing. And then it's all over. And she keeps saying, oh, no. No, uh, we're just playing the game, right? Like, what are you supposed to be doing here? And it's funny because Matsuri just jumps away and she goes, oh, this is for authenticity. We're supposed to be in a suspicious relationship. Here we go. I mean, she is all that that one when she goes, we've come this far. You have to accept your fate. You do not want to read that that page on the bus. That is not will, on the bus, friend. You might be kicked off the bus. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So uh, this is actually like a really big, in my mind, like a gag chapter uh, of this. Because <laughs> Siri's losing his mind. 
in, in this room. And, and she is also seemingly like unbuttoning, like everything's coming off. He's trying to get out of the room, right? He's trying to get out. Ninokuru shows up and is like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Sorry, fly out of the room, jumps into then of course who also you see suspect. Of course it is. Suzu's like, yeah, Rio's <laughs> just looking like, oh my god, the, the gossip boys are losing it. And then they end up, oh my god, now they're going and, and the whole thing was that sorry. Now Matsuri is there jumping on a guy, likes <laughs> the guys and the girls. They're in losing chances. their minds. They are losing their minds and call her an enchantress. <laughs> and that panel, you even said that we, is incredible. We got the flowers. We have what then is Matsuri like cuddling and caressing in the coral's face so that they playing it up. These gossip boys are going completely insane. This is I mean, they've lost their month. minds, oh right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They lost their minds, and then the rumor goes off then that Matsuri is an enchantress that can tempt anyone, goes for boys, girls, anything. Equal opportunity. And then goes where it is all set up to, you know, I don't want you to, to Suzu, I don't want everybody to talk about you and get you upset. I don't want people looking at you in a weird way. Now, with all of that, the big thing would be just say we do get to the end game. I mean, whether or not these rumors would he's he's going to be a boy eventually, probably, and then they won't even know. Hey, where'd that girl go? That like the boys and the girls. But I like where he's like, I think I need to up my seduction game because <laughs> now I'm just going to keep doing it. But it is setting up a thing there where like, what's the next step here? How does he keep doing this? I would think that overall this should blow over at a point at least for this. But you do see Shadow May at the end like he's a force to be reckoned with. This is ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, it ends there. But it was pretty funny. I I thought once you get into that room with Rio and then go off with Nanako, it it gets pretty funny, the whole deal. And I just like, Rio's like, what's going on in that room? You got a bra. (laughs) Everybody's looking. Those boys, though, the gossip boys, gossip are boys. they are pretty good. They're, they're not gems, there. right? But they're great. They have the, yeah, well, they're not gems like the trailer boys were, but they have the capacity to be just as infamous. Well, I hope that they keep popping up now. I hope that I we keep do. just, and I hope that at points where they don't, you know, you end up having that Siri Susan, they don't want to try to push anything. They're just doing things, but like the brother. You end up having them walk into the wrong sticky situations. Ah, be hilarious! But what would you give this? I like this a lot. I, you know, a gag one shot. But you know, it did have all the like all our main characters, and it's been a while since we've had like the full crew here. Even if some of them were just for a panel, and uh, you know, like they do shine and like and we had Roboco and yeah. Roboco showing up. So and lots of saucy moments. Don't read on the bus. Uh, I'm gonna go eight point eight. Really I'm like going it. nine. Nine out of ten for this one. But yeah, I liked it. It's funny, too. I even looked at the author comments to see if maybe there was a shout out. Like, hey, I saw somebody that might have looked like a familiar. Like yeah, the there were no shout outs there. But Can you imagine? Because this, uh, this just got the anime announcement as well. Can you imagine this getting animated? Oh, oh my goodness gracious. No, just imagine. Yeah, that would be, be crazy. So too with hot all for of TV. That, yeah, really. With all of that, we're going to go off right now in a quick streamlined show. We're going off now to old Luke Hollywood talking, I think, maybe a couple books. We'll see. A couple we'll of see. buyers. A, a wink, wink. 
uh, where uh, he'll tell you all about mouse and getting slit and cuts and romance and horror. But we'll go off to Luke's lightning round right now, and then we'll be back to finish up with a bunch more chat. What's up, manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid, back at it again for another round edition of the Luke's lightning round on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. Back at it again on the the week that's in it, the Christmas week. The it's the most wonderful time of the year, everybody. Oh my goodness! And have we got a present to unwrap today? Oh boy! Oh my goodness! We have something special here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness! Uh, a little behind the scenes. I'm actually recording this one solo uh, after. After the weekly, very weekly show, uh, we did that last night. So we are uh, living in the future or in the past, depending on when you're listening to this. I, it'll all work out. Jim will put it all together in one nice little package uh, wrapped up in a bow for the holidays. But, uh, you know, I just want to uh, inform you of that because there's going to have to be some serious deliberations at the end of this uh, little section. Because let me tell you, we did our book of the week, gem of the week already. That is all a thing in the past. For me, for you, it's going to be coming soon. But uh, for me, we already did that. But uh, I did not calculate. I did not include into those calculations two bangers on a monumental scale, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy, I'm telling you. I know I ride the even if you slit my mouth train, the hype train all the way to the station every week. But let me tell you, we are we are pulling that whistle. We are pulling in. Oh, it's a it's a good one this week. Oh boy, I'm telling you, chapter fourteen. We have chapter thirteen and we have chapter fourteen here. We have a double bill, ooh wee! But chapter fourteen, I'm telling you, it might be it might be book of the year status. Oh boy! Even Monty on the Slack chat's getting involved. He's liking it. Oh, jeez, Louise with extra cheese. This is something special indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness! Without further ado, we're gonna get right down to business. We kick things off with "Even If You Slit My Mouth," chapter thirteen. First of two bangers for this evening. The title page has casual wear Morocco, uh, a nice variant on the Morocco status, and it's very cute. And when all is said and done, she isn't actually opposed to a date. And this is why I feel so privileged. It is my pleasure to bring you these two chapters for discussion here on the lightning round. Because we have a one-two uni-flu knockout blow here. And it is all to do with this date. That, if you remember, has been kind of in the background. We've been building up to this. Now, we had some sidetracks. We had... Of course, Koichi getting the flus, the little colds, because he fell into the pond. Who could forget? And then Mikoto kind of barged in and the shenanigans and Japanese badminton and all that good stuff. So that date got sidetracked, but it is back on the cards today. Oh my goodness. And in advance of that, we're going to get a little bit of behind the scenes, a little bit of preparing, a little bit of preparation from Morocco here and that's just to show how much of a gem she really is because she's trying to think should she dress up for the date for the day that's in it you know of course she doesn't need to do too much because she's already a beautiful gem oh my goodness but uh, she's ringing for some advice from uh, the creepy doll known as Mary is this supposed to be the bloody Mary 
Uh, I know we have them in Ireland because we like the drinkings, but I don't know who this is. But uh, the Bloody Mary is on the phone and she's asking because she wears a lot of dresses. And then Morocco is trying to figure out what she's going to wear on the big date. And then Bloody Mary kind of can continuing this uh, shade being thrown at our gem Morocco here undeservedly so that you know Morocco she's supposed to be the queen of the urban legends she's supposed to be spooking everybody and she's not supposed to be worrying about little things like dresses and doing up her hair and nonsense like that that's not what the Kuchisaki Ona is supposed to be doing jeez but uh you know it, it is what it is and Morocco she's she's okay yeah she's still not sure about the whole wedding thing and all that but she's going to enjoy the nice day out there you go and she's worried you know because she's thinking oh if I'm going to go and I'm going to do all the bother of getting all dressed up then I'd want to make sure that Koichi He's not going to be dressed in some weird, funky outfit. No way. That's going to be really embarrassing. So she uh, is a bit sneaky now, a little bit sneaky, and she sneaks into Koichi's room, a normal teenage boy's room, even though he's rich. It's like, okay, nothing suspicious, nothing sus about this. I'm surprised there isn't like a little Morocco shrine somewhere, but uh, maybe that's hidden under the bed. I don't know. But she's looking, she goes into the wardrobe, of course. She's going to find the clothes there. Very much, you know the way all the, you know, the manga protagonists and the anime protagonists, you know, Naruto, he always has that one orange jumpsuit. So how many times does he put that in the wash? Or does he just have a, a wardrobe full of them? Turns out that is exactly what Koichi's doing. He has that black turtleneck, a wardrobe full of them. All on the rails. Oh my goodness, they're all here. So she doesn't have to worry about him looking weird. He's just going to look the same as always. And that's peace of mind. But then she kind of starts looking at that little turtleneck jumper. And she's thinking, ooh, maybe I could squeeze into one of these. I don't know. <laughs> She has, she gets some notions out of here. Uh, I don't know why, but, uh, you know, shenanigans. It's at-home shenanigans, which we do enjoy. And meanwhile, while all that is going down, Udakun welcomes Koichi back from the schools. He's a little late because he was showing Mikito around, showing him the ropes of the school life. He is so excited for school shenanigans, even though he's trying to keep it on the down low. Of course, how could he not be excited for the school shenanigans? Oh my goodness. Uh, and Uda informs Koichi that Morocco is upstairs in his room. Hmm, how sus. And Morocco and Koichi goes in to investigate and finds that poor Al Morocco is stuck in one of his tight-fitting jumpers. And she can't get her head out of the holes. Oh, jeez Louise. And shenanigans, you know. She was just angry. She wanted to see if she could fit because she's been eating all these sweets lately. And it's it's charming. And Koichi, he smiles and he thinks, oh, that's just a classic, classic Morocco moment here. Oh, my goodness. And he's laughing it up. He's chuckling away. And then she thinks that he's making fun of her. So she pops her head out. And then, oh, my goodness, the page turned banger right at the end. Koichi goes in for the kill. He may or may not be doing it for the thrill, but uh, it, it causes a thrill. I'll tell you that. Oh, boy, healing. He leans in for a little little peck on the forehead, a little kiss, oh, and a little kiss sound effect. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, and Morocco is shocked. Oh, boy. And then he says, so, have you fallen in love with me yet? Oh, my goodness. The voice of an unveiled heart speaks. A banger detected, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. And I was thinking, 
Little did I know. I was I was reading that and I was like, lovely. You love to see it. Gucci, another banger from the even if you slip my mouth. Chapter 13. Love it. Very good. But little did I know. Little did I know the greatness that was about to hit with chapter 14. Oh boy, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh with just a, a flat nine out of ten for uh, chapter 13. You know, don't wanna don't wanna be Tooting all the bells and whistles, tooting horns and such. Chapter 14 now, oh my goodness. This is where it's at. This, I'm telling you. I'm, I've been, I've been telling everybody who will listen. Even if you slip my mouth, this is the place to be every Monday morning or afternoon, I suppose, when it uploads. But I'm telling you, if, if you aren't on board after chapter 14, ooh, even Monty's on board. And you know, Monty, Oh, I love Monty Shade. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is a banger. This is a bop that don't stop everybody. Oh, my goodness. And we continue exactly where we left off. With the banger cliffhanging ending. And this is why it's so good that we get two chapters. Imagine if we had to wait a week. Imagine everybody's going mad about Kaiju number eight. And I'm not meaning to throw shade here or nothing but everybody goes mad about all these big books like kaiju number eight all that stuff what do we get not a lot if we're being brutally honest and then with even if you slip my mouth greatness the goat we are getting a bangers on this monumental scale on the double on the weekly basis i mean do the maths everybody like it's 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 easy peasy lemon squeezy edition of a banger here and subtraction of a flop with kaiju number eight i'm not throwing shade but it is what it is i'm just saying but anyway here we go bad kaiju number eight fans have logged off so here we go <laughs> listen i i like what i likes and that's it but i really do like this one so we continue and we are here and it is date time oh my goodness they're off to fake disneyland and they are going to have a good time uh koichi's wearing a nice jacket and even oh my goodness moroko has done up her hair in like little curls i don't know but it's adorable and they're having some problems because koichi he don't goofed it he went for the kiss on the day before the date come on now that's not how you do it and now it's just made the, everything awkward there's this awkward vibe between the two of them uh, and it's both for different reasons, because Koichi thinks he's blown it, you know, just when they were starting to get a little bit closer, he's kind of uh, jumped the gun here a little bit, and it's awkward, but now uh, Morocco, on the other hand, and we do get a nice little split panel where we have the two internal monologues going, and she's just kind of flustered about it all, because it's making her think maybe, you know, maybe this marriage isn't so bad, and oh my goodness, it's just, they're all so awkward, they're blushing, oh jeez Louise, not an ideal start to the first date at all, I will tell you that, but things get better, as we get into the title page, the thread that connects our true feelings, don't untie it, just yet oh my goodness i'll tell you as well this is 25 pages so this is a little bit of a bonus extra length uh, chapter and we are absolutely blessed for that because we get right into the next page you got a smile on your face they're going on the roller coasters morocco's so excited she likes the the floating sensation of the roller coasters having a fun time here oh my goodness we do see uda kun not one for the roller coasters he doesn't like the scary things but then they're looking around they're going to go on the spinning cups they're going to go on the turning horses 
all the carousels, all the fun stuff. And then she's looking around and she gets a little confused because she sees everybody. What are those? They are walking around with weird ears. Little Mickey Mouse ears, little bunny ears, little unicorn ears, weird ears going on. You know, in the fake Disneylands, you get the fake ears. That's just part of the attractions. So she gets confused, and then, oh my goodness, I knew, I knew from this page, we were in for Book of the Week material, oh boy, because we get the fashion show with all the different ears, like little princess ears, bunny ears, devil horns, shrimp tail, a uh, little rice ball back in the bottom there, very uh, unique look, but uh, it's adorable, oh my goodness, I love it, I have new wallpaper material right here everybody, oh boy, and uh, of course Koichi loves it too, he says one of each please, we'll take the lot, Harry Potter style, oh my goodness, he is loving it, uh, and it's not a problem money wise, because he's rich, but a big... <laughs> <laughs> Tell it like it is, Koichi. Oh my goodness, and he's been saving up for this special day in the piggy banks. So Banger already having a great old time, and then things only get better because we are in the spooky horror theater house. And of course, Morocco, this is like this is like going to the church. This is the altar of horror. Oh my goodness, and she is going to bless up. She is loving every minute. She's seeing everybody running away scared. And she's thinking it'll make for great scare reference. So she's going to learn some things. She's going to learn a thing or two with Koichi. And so they go along for the ride. It's one of them standing room theaters. So they're in the back watching. They're, uh, Morocco's already got a smile on her face. So Koichi's very happy about that. But then we see a no good, a no good influencer in the corner with her Mickey Mouse ears on. You're not supposed to have them on in the theater or people can't see. And then they're going to have... And then she's got her phone out taking snaps on the instance and making a ruckus. You know, nobody everybody just wants to stand and watch the show. Nobody wants to listen to all this nonsense. Oh, geez. So Koichi's not happy. He's trying to look if he can find any staff to, you know, rat her out, I suppose. But, uh, you know, not not working so good. A bit of a downer on the date. But then, oh, my goodness... Here's when Maruko comes in and she whispers over to little Miss Influencer, hey, do you mind taking off your ears and turning off that infernal ruckus of a phone with the clicks? And this is when she turns around to flash the flashlight of the camera on the phone to her and then she gets a big scare, a big shock because she sees, oh my goodness, spooky Maruko, her stitches have fallen out and she looks, can you imagine in the dark, and then this slit mouth, scary, with the hair down, spooky, spooky being comes at you, tells you to turn off your phone. You're going to turn off your phone. She drops her phone. She is out the door. Oh, my goodness. She is scared. And then uh, this is where, oh, poor Morocco. She gets flustered. She runs back behind Koichi. She says, I need to sew my mouth back on. I don't want to cause a ruckus. I don't want to cause a scene if anybody notices. And then, oh, my goodness, Koichi. He becomes Jeb of the Week because he lifts up his jacket. He probably borrowed it off Udakun. And he lifts up his jacket and he's like, go ahead, use this as cover. You know, such a such a cool moment. Such a cool dude. I'm falling for him already. Oh, boy. And, uh, and oh, my goodness. Then she's hiding under the jacket and doing up her little stitches. Oh, my goodness. So cool. What a cool moment. And then at the end of it, we come out and then Koichi's happy. You know, that, that was scary. Maybe not so scary with the blank look on his face. But really, they had a great old time. They're going to get some sweets. 
Morocco is loving the sound of that. All great times ahead. Koichi goes off to buy some food. He's away. And then Morocco is thinking, you know, this place ain't so bad. Having a good time. And then, oh, she notices out of the corner of her eye. Who walks into the scene? It's only the Koichi fan club president. We're going to have school shenanigans at the fake Disneyland's. What a banger. What a cliffhanger of an ending. Oh, my goodness. Now, isn't that a holiday treat? Oh, jeez, Louise. There you go. That is chapter 14 of Even If You Slip My Mouth. I think you will agree. I hope you will find, ladies and gentlemen, that that was a bop that did not stop. Wowie, that one had it all. That one had gems. That one had shocks. That one had surprises. That one had feels. Oh, boy. And it was adorable. And I loved every minute. To think that we're getting like this, you know, momentum in the relationship. Uh, chapter 14 already. They're going on the dates and they're having nice moments and kissings on the foreheads and cool moments under the jacket. Nothing saucy. Don't, don't worry. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's just great. It's just, and this is like only chapter 14. So imagine the bangers that are yet to come. I'm telling you, this is one chapter. Uh, or two that you do not want to miss this is a series that everybody has to get on and this is worth the manga plus download i would say the price of admission but it's for free so even better but this is worth the download admission alone i'm telling you it's amazing and uh, 9.5 out of 10 and here we run into the problems as i mentioned at the start of the show because we didn't know the greatness that was here when we were doing our book of the weeks and gems of the weeks last night so i i I can't even remember i think i said blue box blue box blue box was decent but it wasn't any even if you slip my mouth jeez so uh you know i i mean those who know know right so yeah okay you can say blue box book of the week sure but if you really if you're in your heart of hearts listener you know you know what's up even if you slip my mouth book of the week and i mean gem of the week the whole book. I'm telling you, <laughs> it is just what I wanted for the holiday season. Wrap this up, put it under the tree, put a bow on it, slice me up and serve me for dinner. Oh my goodness, it's a banger and it's going to be dropping again next Monday and I can't wait. Uh, and I hope you can't wait too, dear listener, because we, I'm sure we'll talk about it either on the light round on something. Uh, even though we are going to have a special show in the works, the end of the year shows. So that is on the way. So we're going to have some good times there. And we're going to have lots of bangers guaranteed. Gems out the wazoo. It's going to be an experience. But uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to this one. I had a fun time talking about it. And we'll do it all again next week. So everybody stay safe. Have a happy holidays festive season ends. And uh, have a good one. And we'll talk to you next week. Exo, exo, exo. All right. And we are uh, back from your lightning round. Look, huh? do you have a good time? You have a good Z. time there? Hey, boy. Big, hey boy. Oh, my God. Z. Jisoo. Jisoo oh, wants to Jisoo's say hello here. to you. Hello. What's Jisoo oh, doing there? Oh, Jisoo, you are a gem of gems. Oh, my goodness gracious. But we have four books to finish up here. We'll get right into it. What are we starting with, Luke? We're starting off with the Ayashimans, Chapter 6. Do not say his name. The Voldemorts. You don't say his name, and it's funny, too. It is the name, you know, of our main girl's dad. Like, all these things going on, but this 
this doesn't really deal much or at all really with our main character our main two this ends up being more about hashihimi who is kind of that handler that we saw was involved in a lot of things and basically she knows that you know snitches get stitches so I'm not going to say anything or they here. Get stitched into something. Yeah, well, that's Jeez. the weird thing because you end up having this new, you know, the guy who's leading the deal, Dopu. Dopu. And he is insane. He's wacky. He ends up having, he has a crazy look. I'll give him that. He got that right? crazy look. He's got a crazy look. Crazy uh, eyes. But he also keeps talking about his art. And this is something where, if I'm going to like, I, I, I was a little down with this chat. I was oh, a little okay. down with it. But I can see why. If you're going to like this chapter, because, well, it, it takes a real big swerve on horrific, right? Oh, you know, geez, you have this whole grim. deal with the Mononiki. And I think that this chapter serves well to remind you that, yeah, it's not all fun and games, right? It's not all just, hey, let's have a grand old time and, you know, let's pretend we're in a manga and we're beating up people. This is a world that is real horrific. And I think that the good thing about it is the rules here because you even have where this dopu says you can't kill the Mononiki. you can't ki- they can't kill each other you have gang wars but what do you do when nobody's afraid to die because it doesn't really matter to them they're immortal their spirits go on now we saw before the idea we'll see you in 99 years boss man but <laughs> what is that to them if they're going to live forever anyway you know what it's an inconvenience but so what this guy has done horrifically and he keeps mentioning his art he ends up torturing these mononikis by turning them into awful pieces of art that if you keep feeding the money and i'm just assuming you put a quarter in there put the quarters in the piggy that's what it seems like it seems like one of those banks where you're a kid and you like put the quarter in the mouth and the eyes go but you end up one the thing that disturbs me the most because again they can keep they even say we need a little chunk of you at least we keep giving it money it, it basically it's my kids. I mean, seriously, <laughs> what, what is what is it? Are they monarchies? Because oh if I keep goodness. giving them money, they keep hanging around. Can't get rid of them. They, they end up the one that's like a stretch bit of skin, the like skin a painting is deal. The, that is like, creepy. The dude in the statue, just the eyes, and then the blood coming out the eyes, and then like V's head lady. Don't One's like her got either. like a leg out the. Pig yeah, face. I don't know I what's don't. going on with like the leg explosion or problems. And it's funny because he just keeps trying to do things. This dope was just trying to do things to make it like to be intimidating. But it's, it's hard in this world. And so the big thing comes down to who are these two extraneous people? You know, these two people were seen, you know, and she's like, I, we know that she knows, obviously. But she's not going to give up the goods. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to make you an art myself. We're going to do all this. But it, it's it's pretty crazy. And then all of a sudden, a member of the Bureau shows up, and, and so, which we've seen kind of them. But he shows up and says, hey, uh, Dopo, I got to give you, I'm serving you some papers here. Going to give you some things. It ends up just being pictures of these two, you know, our two main characters. Nobody knows who they are. But you get a weird fight in between. You get the idea that this bureau guy has put up a barrier that isn't that's not supposed to be that's done. So s- and again, this little stuff I'm not that interested in right yet. And you yeah, said, a lot it of is like, world building. But but, there's a lot of side stuff and we're only on chapter six, you know. Yeah, and uh, it's just it's a weird little swerve. It's a weird little almost like a cooldown issue, even though it's not a cooldown. But the idea that they're gonna be searching out and now they're gonna know 
who our main characters are because by the end you end up having this guy get these pictures then goes out i I thought he was in bts he's gonna end up singing butter or something (laughs) like that right butter i I don't know about you so you end up there where he goes out he gets this mic and i thought well is he gonna do karaoke what is he doing here well, he's got the crowd ready to go. And they're they're all fired up, and it's funny because the moves that he's giving with this mic do not, in my mind, pull out of moves of like, "Hey, everybody, we're going to go out to Sector C and try to find these two people." Like he looks like he's really playing it up. Putting on a show. I like that. You know these. Also, the idea of these kind of side people there with him. This Mazua that he ends up saying by name. This girl that's there with him as well and stuff. Big grandpa. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you got huge guy, weird lady, some other guy. It's weird people with this. Yeah, really. It's funny, too. Old guy, I don't know about you. Makes it looks like Brian Michael Bendis to me. (laughs) So that's good. At least he's not on a DC deal. But he's there like, Hey, let's go. I don't know these guys. I don't know that I want to know them. That's my yeah, big problem. I want to get. Like, well, we already just got going with Maru and you know the our main and and little like demon tomato yeah, yeah, yeah. that we just got, and now we're getting this like. No, well, they they are the baddies, but a whole chapter. They are the baddies, but they're not even all the baddies. And the funny thing is, you already had a setup of. These are the bad guys. We get and that we get again, again here. Again. We get it again. Like it had to be stressed, but I can't. I'm. I'm telling you right now. I'm not going to know them until we start getting a story that. And you might say, "Well, that's what we're getting here. This is the one crew." But I didn't get well, enough. Are we going to get that for each crew? I don't and then, know. And then we get them like, and here's our enemies, and then we get the four panels again. Yep. Yeah. What's the problem? And how I'll explain it, I think, just to you, Luke, is the idea that this is where. When we get a Sakamoto days when it's none of our characters, that it's one of the, oh, my God, there, we're going to go off to this crew. We're going to see there. I don't need that yet. I need more of our other characters, especially after that huge kind of reveal of last issue. Oh, that yeah. we thought really, you know, put this. But Sakamoto I guess maybe can this get, will... Sakamoto can get away with that because it's been going on. We've had enough of the, the established for the main crew. That I can afford to spend some time with the side. I think maybe it's just because once we see this guy, you get it right away. Yeah, you this get This guy's stink. bad. Quick. He's, you know, insane. He's uh, all right. He it it might have it might have been an okay setup of five, six pages, and then we go off and see what our main characters are doing. But because you're just kind of there and you, you kind of meander a bit, you kind of hang with this. Uh, I thought it was a little too much. And what would you give it then? Because at the end, they're going to go off to kill, you know, our main characters. But you would have gotten that already. You you know that that's what's going to happen. I suppose like that's a good way of raise the stakes, you know, uh, who ordered the stake. I think that's pretty good, uh, like, getting the game plan going for the next one. But I I think you're right. I think, like, a whole chapter without having Maru, like, without having any of our main duo, like, at this early, like, this is still, or I suppose this would be either the end of Volume 1 or the start of Volume 2. I think it's a bit early to be going off the beaten path this early. You know what I mean? And the funny thing is, I keep saying Mononoke in this, and it's obviously Ayashimon. Hey, yes, that's the name of the deal. I just wanted to say that quick. Because I'm thinking, like, something felt weird. But it's still the deal, the demons and stuff. But you're right. If this, if this starts the second volume, maybe you can go, okay, you just start, let's kick it. But it, it just felt like a weird chapter to it's def- this yeah, it's quick. If this was like a movie... And this was like twenty minutes. This would be when you go to the Jacks, you know. This, this, 
This is when you get to the popcorns, yeah. you know? Yeah, I don't need Chairman Dopo. Dopos. I go, I'll go with the... I still like it. I still like it. You know, 7.8. 7.8. I'm going 7. Okay, I'm going fair, 7. Fair. I, I still like it enough. I just... It, it kind of took me aback because I was so excited to get into this too. Get some of that yeah, stuff we were only, from that like, big reveal. We were really starting to get into the characters, like our main duel, and now we're getting sidetracked. You know, and and not that it matters in the long run, but now we have to wait two weeks for the next chapter. So it's kind of like eh, I, I wish we would have gotten something more to go with. And yeah, even with the idea, maybe push Hashihimi a little more that we really care. Like I know Ooh, that she's trying to do good, she. but we've yeah we've hardly seen her so. I can't really say, oh, my God, they better not do that. You're like, eh, at this point, mm, we'll see. <laughs> well, I don't want her to get all, like, Stretch McGee, like Flat Stanley up in here. No, <laughs> that was crazy. But <laughs> we'll go to the next chapter, which is another one of the newer books. And, again, I, I you like this a little more than me. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll go quick because there's not much to it. But what is it? I like it. Let's not, let's not go crazy with the praise. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, it's, That's it's, what I'm saying to you. Don't go crazy with the not, praise. Like, this is compared to what we had. Not saying much. I say it's the Doron, Dororon, uh Chapter 4, Combined Strength. Oh. Yep. And so, basically, now I can say Mononoke and mean it, right? There you go. You, you just keep going with a this deal. I mean, I know we're only chapter four, but we're getting near the end of the first volume. This, the, uh, this which could is be crazy, like right? Final, this yeah. could be the end of the volume. So what have we gotten so far? You end up having Dora, who has his, you know, Mononoke here, uh, Kusanagi. But what really do we have? A, do you have a real solid connection between these two? Again, we always bring it up, but just like a chainsaw man, like that connection took two pages that was and a you were like oh my god it was a bond because for life you saw more in that of two you know things that end up nobody wanting even the idea of setting up right away and chainsaw man the idea of just crippling debt that you're never like the, nothing is going right like yeah you get this of oh you, you're not going to be able to be a social worker because you don't have an aura okay well that's a little like the my hero and you but I don't have this connection except for I want to make sure that Mononikes are looked at as good. All right, get it. But we get into this and we end up having that extra character who is the, you know, samurai exorcist girl. I, I have to admit, I hate to say, I don't know what her name is. I don't even know if they said it yet. And if they did, she may have said it when she went to the door to go and talk to them. I'm not sure she not did. Enough time for and we're at head. a point where a new character involved in anything like this needs to be named in the chapter, every chapter, for a little bit. You have to have at least like, hey, Sally, what are you doing? It, it just it doesn't have to be like crazy. I don't need exactly a placard, which you would need be a nice. Name drop, though. But you need to, as they go, have them say this. You know, oh well, you told us to do this, Jenny from the block. Right? Hey, Jisoo, what are you doing over hey, there? That's my favorite yeah, character. See? <laughs> What's Rose up to? Rose, Pro- probably eating, if I know her. <laughs> oh, my uh, but yeah, goodness. So she's there. I like to say, hmm, you're a little late because she ended up calling them. And the whole thing you get is she tests them. Are you going to be good enough? Are you going to go? She's already tested them before to see if they have the heart and the soul. And she got that. But what she wants to do is test them more. So a lot of the time she gets some rules. 
you know, oh, you know, the Mononoke, they come out at night mostly, and you end up having Kusanagi's like, yep, that's true. She, that, that's, you know, fact, straight up truth. Uh, but then she says, okay, we're going to go right about here. I'm going to sit down. And, oh, by the way, I'm just a normal person. And and I I thought it was funny, the idea of her not saying, like, listen, we're going to play here and we're doing a, a, a – but when she goes, I'm not a samurai, I'm a normal person, and plops down, I'm like, are, are you also crazy? But it is a test. She's not going to do anything. She's going to see if they have the moxie to take care of it. This Mononoke comes up, straight up just swallows Kusanagi immediately, and then says, oh, man, I really want to eat some sort of human – Oh my, and that's where you get the girls like, yeah, I guess that thing is okay. End up sacrificing himself, getting eaten, whatever. But that really didn't solve anything. But then, you know, she's like, okay, well, he's dead now, but let's take care of this, you know, Mononoke. And I do like this where she goes to draw her sword and he's, no, you don't do that. I'm going to protect you. And by the way, me and Kusanagi are still teaming up. It doesn't matter if he's in the belly of the beast. We're going to do this. Now, the whole time, I think that most people who read comics and watch movies, whatnot, you're expecting Kusanagi to just come flying out like Hulk out from the, the chest, right? Like a, a, a chest ripper deal or whatever those things. And, and, and you know, the chest burster the and aliens. aliens. But the thing is, I don't know that that would serve well for what that character is trying to, uh, you know, yeah. come across I, I for us. bloody for yeah, that wholesome is, little thing. Maybe that's one of the other things that get me here is you do have the over-the-top Chainsaw Man-like art, but then you, you don't really go full out it's a like lot of times. Friendly. And this, it got, even some of it got a little confusing of what was going on, but I think it was not just art, it was a little story. But basically in that is you end up having Kusanagi decide that he was going to tickle the innards of this Mononoke so that it would, you know, spit and belch him out. The thing is, though, that this is played out as a way of, don't you remember, I learned this here. We get a flashback of something that I <laughs> we never got. It's just so weird that we're just this quick and you're trying to get, that's supposed to be a character bonding moment. You remember when that mosquito ended up biting you and you Classic. were itching? I'm like, really? What are you, Hina? Watching the fireworks there? Because, uh, you know, but what is that? That's not get, That's not making me bond with the characters at all. And then we know what's going to happen. The minute that Kusanagi comes out, we're going to make a sword and we're going to slice it in half. Boom. That, that's what happens. I mean, it, that's what happens. Right? And then at the end, you have him like, <laughs> what do you think? And I'm so awesome, aren't I? And she's like, man. I think that I should be patted on the back because I'm the amazing one for getting these weirdos together. I did like that. The end. That yeah, it's good. okay. But even so, like the whole time, all you're waiting for, you, you got to mix up the sword thing too. On my mind, you can't. It, this is like you know, you have a Green Lantern in DC. You can't just make the same construct. You, you know, he's got to, and we see. You know, he could do other things. Make a hammer one time. A make big something. Sword. Yeah, make that or make a shovel. You know, or, or, you know, make a, a pie cutter, a butter knife. I don't know. It'd be funny. Oh, they keep doing, hey, we did something different. That sword is three centimeters shorter. Oh, my goodness. You did it. But, yeah, I think you need to mix some things up like this. But overall, this was, again, a very tropey, very generic thing. And, and with that, if you have the charm going, Maybe you can get away with it. I'm not getting the charm that I thought we would get from this book. I'm not getting it from Dora 
or even Kusanagi. And I would think that the girl Samurai Exorcist coming in was going to give us a little more. But basically, she's just there for him to say, hey, stop it. I'll fight. And, oh, my God, you don't have any powers. Don't worry, baby. And then he picks her up and runs around. At one point, don't carry me like the princess. Yeah, yeah, like that. But it's it's not hitting with me. And no, when, even and when even like that should be if that was like another book and we had this connection with the characters, that'd be a great moment. But we just it just feels hollow. And hopefully by the time, because we can make examples. I can make up an example of just think if. Hina ended up hurting herself in Blue Box, and Taiki Kenneth picked her up, and she's like, "Don't hold me like a princess." And we look, but that does have a lot of chapters mm-hmm, under its mm-hmm. belt, so maybe we have to give this a little more time. But I'm not getting that connection right away. Even when, and I said with the idea of it being a little confusing, you end up having Dora pick her up, and then you have this thing got here first. I'm like. Is that then? Is that Kusan? I don't know. And then the man, he went sideways pretty quick. Did I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. But at the end, when you end up having hers, like ha ha ha, you know what a weirdo. I should be commended for getting these two together. And it is, you know, this red-haired punk and a wimpy-looking monarchy. But I need more. I, I, maybe we needed more of them struggling at one point. You know, getting together and ch- because they never really struggled though. Like I'm saying, Chainsaw Man, it started already with that, but what have no, they the done? struggle. Yeah, what have they done? I mean, they ended up like, you're going to get kicked out of your apartment. She comes and writes a check so they don't. And then they just go out. I mean, I, I don't get it, but uh, what would you give it overall? Ooh, I'm going flat seven. I do think like there is... I you can see a glimmer maybe with the girl right at the end that like you, you said some... that the girl might be a gem. Oh, well, uh, that's if we had less competition this week, perhaps. But yeah, there, there are. I'm telling you, there's not a ton of gems this week, but still, Ooh, she, the ones that she has good. she has gem potential. Potential, yeah, but that's the only thing this book has. Like, there's nothing. There's not any memorable creative unique aspect of this book at all because we talk about you know Ayashimon and we said oh man we got away from the the main characters when we were just getting into them and yet here with Doron Doron we're waiting for us to even get into the characters there you go. and I really think that the idea of you know this whole deal with Kusanagi cute little deal looks like a my little pun it's not enough. You, no, you got to do more. That's and I not think, enough to carry uh, a is whole it, is it trying to rely on that? It seems like it's not weird. Working. Like no, no, it's it's very surface level, the story so far. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, yeah, I'm a six. But uh, we will continue with the next deal. We have two more books, and uh, the next one is one that we love, right? We oh, usually love it at least. We'll see if we love this. But what is it? Nothing surface level about this one except a crazy stuff on the surface. This yeah, is under the surface. Everywhere right? is nuts. Dan to Dan, chapter 37. Like, this is the legend of the giant snake. <laughs> I like that it's like Valley Girl, like, like Grody to the max. You, you end up where you start off, and Momo, she is sinking in quicksand. This whole deal of her going down here is crazy. And I love now that she basically, in my mind, is just going to rely on Turbo Granny. Like, all right, what's good? Turbo Granny, what are you going to do? So I didn't do anything here. And that they're sinking there. I thought that the first read through, I did get a little bit confused of the progression of what was happening. Now, with that, I'm a dummy. At one point, I thought there was a tornado. 
Uh, this is all where this big giant quicksand it's sinking but it's it's pulling in houses yeah as you end up having like stacked houses and things like that underground i kind of and i would love to say that i was completely right on with everything that went on here i kind of was a little bit on the nose with the idea that i thought this keto family was going down but that was pretty well set up that they're so awful the funny thing, though, is you go down into this giant sand pit. You know, you quicksand goes into a giant hole where this keto family thinks that they've been feeding this dragon spirit that keeps the volcano from erupting. That is not the case. This is just a horrific looking. I mean, you might have been better served to make it not look like some kaiju or like a Cthulhu type thing I'm because they're you. basically saying it's, oh, that's just a normal giant man-eating earthworm from the gobi desert i'm like i ain't gonna know gobi desert anytime soon because holy crap that thing looks like it's gonna kiss you then it's gonna eat you right that that's the opposite order that's the opposite of what mickey said in rocky he said he ain't gonna kiss you he's gonna kill you this thing's gonna do both look at them lips but you end up where at the last second even you do have you know, Okaran and Gigi come in with a save. You know, you, you guess that, uh, you know, Momo would have ended up being killed. But when they come in flying with furniture, they wake up and, and knock everybody. So everybody goes down or almost everybody goes down into this pit. Now, with that, they're down in the pit and they're looking up and you see like that hole in the got a little confusing to me. I'm telling you, when you get underground, it got a little confusing at first, but. It's that whole deal, like I said. This isn't a spirit thing. This is more of a reality thing. They just end up feeding this crazy earthworm nonsense. And so it keeps living. So they are not doing this for the good of anybody. And in fact, this thing eats half of the family, which is a good thing because they're awful. They had at, one point, at one point, and Gigi's there. I mean, it, it, they took his shirt off. Poor Gigi. Look at look, him and Okra on both. Okran's a little better built than I thought he would be. Gigi, though, he's stacked, right? I mean, the one point when he's there, he looks real. And he ends up falling, and you think that he's going to die. And I actually, I'm like, if they kill Gigi, I'm done. But yeah, and even the magic and stuff going on with Momo can't save him, and it looks like they're all going to be eaten. And then you have this keto family doing their crazy dancing. What is this? The do to do to do video? Maybe. Look at them doing these things, right? And this is the come on, keto family, make yourself look like the snakes. It's they're doing the you know walk like an Egyptian, and the thing they realize what it is. Oh, it's a giant man eating earthworm cryptid. I'm like all right, but it got real big because they keep feeding it, and Turbo Granny even realizes what it is. It's a Mongolian death worm. All this stuff going on. They end up they're able to save Gigi, but this thing then. Eats half the family. The others start running and screaming. Everything's going on. You end up having the one granny pretty much singing like hip hop songs to to Momo at that get on up. It's like sex machine going on in here. But yeah, you see that there's just big troubles going on with this big earthworm. And then at the end, you end up having our crew jump into a room to try to get away from things. And they are beat to crap. And then you end. It's a weird ending, I thought. By the end, it's okay. There's something going on with Gigi, or wait, I don't. He has that one eye just completely shut, so I don't know. It is a weird like deal where they jump in, and it looks like Okaron and Momo are like, "Oh my god!" In the fetal position, he's not. I I don't get it. But by the end, a little down. 
for what we usually get. I thought it would be, and it wasn't as fun as some of these others have been. And then, you know, the dupe of it not being this, you know, big snake god that keeps the the whole volcano. It, it, It was a cool twist, but by the end, I was a little bit disappointed with this chapter as well. But what would you give it? I think I hit with a seven point eight. Yeah, I I'm mean, gonna go seven five. Yeah, like like uh, not we didn't push it forward too much, uh, but uh, we still got a little bit of a done, I suppose. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, you know, next week is gonna be a banger because it seems like it's Gigi's time to shine. So yeah, he's gonna have to protect him two weeks from now, my man. But we are there and here, last chapter of the night. What is that, Luke? Oh, we have to wrap things up with the comedies, with the laughs and the chuckles. We the have... laughs? <laughs> what is <laughs> We have the mashes, the magic, and the muscles, as we always do. It is chapter 90, which I'm like, that's almost milestone, I suppose. Uh, that's pretty big. And this is. Mash burn dead and the electromagnetic cannons. Oh, and you know this this book you you've had this the battle has been going on for quite some time. And yeah. even this is the mash formula through and through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and, yeah, and what you get is God's in big trouble and Mash is going to have to protect him. But you have Levis Rose Quartz, the son of the you know Burrow of Magic's head. Uh, he's been the bad guy all along here. He is going to double up with a second fifth. He's going to combine the magics to make the in- a variable rail gun, which is going to shoot and it's going to it's going to kill both, you know, Mash and Dot. Dot can't get up. They're all having problems here. And and so with that, Mash can't possibly be fast or strong enough to be able to defeat this, right? But no. the thing is, you know that's wrong. I mean, you know it's a hundred percent wrong. They must like that has to be intentional because like the amount of times that's point zero zero three of a second. He can't dodge that. He dodges that. He even ends up shooting the the gun at first, and like Mash doesn't even have to like it's like a warning shot type deal to show how powerful it is. Mash doesn't even flinch. He's like Kobe Bryant here, and then all this going on, and again. The mash formula. You end up having Levis say, I have this gun. It combines the two powers. I'm able to form this. It's the biggest thing ever. You're never going to dodge it. But boom! And blows up a wall, whatever (laughs) is behind him. And then Mash goes, I don't get it. He just stands there. And this is what drives it. This is the best part is it always drives the bad guy nuts. Because then, and not even just Levis, everybody like, what? You don't get it? It's not ordinary. Like, it has to keep saying these things. Goes on. This thing, and he says, this isn't a ordinary cannon. It uses a powerful electric charge to create magnetic field that propels a given object along rails with explosive amounts of force at almost incalculable speeds. Okay, you explained it. I still don't get it. And and those are the laughs, right? <laughs> so they keep going. Dot's yelling. Everybody's yelling. And basically what ends up happening is MASH says, oh, I get it. This is going to be like baseball now. And he has a bat, puts oh, it out, God. gets up to the plate. Is ready there, and he is his own hype man. He does the announcing, and he does it with what they keep saying is like fourth up to bat again, clean up header because Mash thinks he should be clean up. He probably would be, and he says fourth up to bat, 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 bat. Our center fielder, fielder, fielder. (laughs) It's so ridiculous that he's doing it. And the funny thing is that Levis he starts laughing too, and just says, "There's no way 
you're going to be able to stop. Now, with that, I thought that this was actually a clever play. He is protecting himself and got mainly got behind there. So he does not hit the first pitch, you know, quote unquote pitch and and hit Levitt. No, he fouls it off. But that's how it avoids it. it it's a foul. You know, it, it does the deal and you see it right there. And like, oh, my God, how was he able to even hit it? But that that was just a, a measly foul tip. All right. Like, I mean, you see it, too. It goes back and destroys that wall behind him. So then, now we're just playing baseball. Yeah, it's like, all right, I, well, they, what's up even, next? They're using the terminology. I thought this is this nine dragons all over again. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And then he ends up like, okay, you know, hey, and he says, if you study the windup, it's not too hard. And it's it's very similar. I mean, there's not a lot of reaction time either with with baseball. So he says that, and then I I just like where Levis like, don't you sass me? Don't sass me out of you after your paltry foul tip. And it goes, fires it again, boom. And then he gets it. And that, that's all this is. I mean, it ends up being baseball and ends up being this whole idea of, you know, why is Mashal able to do this stuff? This isn't the way that this world was set up. Levis is supposed to be the big bad. My dad's a big thing. I want to do this. I went through and killed everybody, crushed anybody in my way to do this. Why is this guy? And I just, I ended up in all of this thinking, He's going to become best friends with it. That's all Mesh ends up ever doing. Not here. It doesn't seem yet. No, this because is he ends up so where. If you mess with Mesh's friends, that's no more Mr. Nice Mesh. And and he's really laying in on the, the trash talk with the friends, but even says, I'm losing. He says, I'm losing to a muscle head who can't even use magic. And that's where you get, he hit it straight on. Like, so you said something before how, you know, because he said, I'm going to defeat you. This is Levis said, I'm going to defeat you without breaking a sweat. The best is this is like the weirdest diversion, the weirdest kind of thing of like almost like, hey, you didn't tie your shoes. Your shoes are untied. He goes, you, you ended up sweating. There's that one bead of sweat that goes down. And that is enough for him to lose his and and mash. Just demolishes him with an uppercut. I mean, demolishes him. He had a common, but this is boom. Uh, Yeah, just boom. You have a big wham on top, and I like nice. wham, right? Wham Wake me up before you get knocked out is what they should say, right? That's what I say. Well, is Andrew Ridgely your favorite in Wham or is George Michael? Is there anybody know. who Andrew Ridgely is their favorite member of, all of Wham? Old people, music. yeah. Like, there's no understand. Tan- my wife Tanya does like Andrew Ridgely, but nobody likes Andrew Ridgely more. If you want to get a, a kick, go off after this and listen to Wham rap. Okay. Uh, there was a weird deal and and in your neck of the woods in the UK but mostly just England. England. Uh, in the early 80s, a lot of the bands, they really seemed to be enthralled with the idea of rap. So a lot of these English bands will have raps in it in their songs, but not like not like real rap. <laughs> I mean it's it's basically like all of a sudden the people singing will just break into these weird things you're like guess that's rap like they didn't quite get it but there's a lot of that back in the early 80s that was uh, a funny thing in my mind while i was in the states here and i was loving the rap so i also i also like the british music as well i like all sorts of music i don't know if you know this but i do like the black pink i think you like the black pink i do maybe too much even was watching some bts last night which i said i wasn't gonna do i said i'm just gonna end up watching black pink 
Whoa. Yeah, I, I'm telling there's a lot of other girl K-pop bands that I really don't like as much. And people keep telling me, you got to listen to this and you got to listen to that. I'm like, they, don't, no got, black they don't got the black pink. They, they, you know, I'm, the just, I'm here for that, but I'll, I'll listen to some BTS. Okay. Uh, but with all, yeah, really, if Marshall. you don't have Rose, I'm not showing up. There's no way. But yeah, this was a good chapter. And it, it was one it of those, again, is. and it gives you what you want from it. But this point, this fight. This whole thing has gone on so it long. That's why at points we stopped talking about it on the podcast because mm-hmm. you end up, okay, is it going to kind of end? Not that this even ends it yet. It seems like it does. It seems like we're, we're near that, but you ended up having more uh, deal to kind of talk about in this chapter. So we wanted to do it. So with that, what would you give it? Uh, you know, like, yeah, we have our uh, grievances with it because, you know, it is dragging on. Not as long, it's no Bosch, okay? It's no Spy Family, but like, I mean, I mean, even we had some nice moments with Doc as well, so it wasn't all bad, but it's still dragging on a long bit. But to be fair, this is the match formula, and, and it works. Yeah, remember the giant stadium fight? That took oh, forever. That geez, really please. took forever. But then, right? you know, when when we got back to the, the, the formula, it worked again. You know, it works every time. It is and funny. It's, it's such a formula. It's like, like you can put this up on my, like, this is like the... Time for torture, princess. Like it's that formula. It, we're used to it, but a hey, it puts a smile on our face every time, even if they do have the baseball techniques. Yeah, I, I like the baseball. Jeez, <laughs> I, like, um, I like the baseballs. Yeah, I hit it with the I hit it solid eight. Solid I'm eight. I'm going eight five. I actually, yeah, I actually liked it. I again, I like baseball a little more than you. And the idea that he fell tip that one, I thought was an actual like. All right, that's cool. You, you're not going to make Mash. I mean, Mash does everything at the end, even though he doesn't even know what he's doing. He'll end up saving the day because of that. And I thought there'd be too much of all of a sudden, like, I thought he was going to hit that first kind of pitch, bring the whole house, like, everything's falling down, the, the whole thing's over. Like, I really thought, and they didn't do that. So that was pretty cool. But overall, yeah, yeah, I liked it enough. But with that, here's oh my the shockers, right? The shocker <laughs> is what we're going to get here. What is your book of the week? Oh, uh, well, you see, it's going to be tricky because, you know, behind we won't the scenes. Go, don't go behind okay. the scenes. Don't okay. go behind with your, we're not going to use your lightning round because okay. behind the scenes you have not recorded that <laughs> yet mean, as it, we're it, recording here. Those are probably bangers. I mean, I would stake my claim. I mean, here's what bangers. I want you to do, though, because if you did end up just saying what your other, you'll end up trying to skew those. Like you'll end up with a point below what that other. You don't need to do that. Oh, okay, you can like those as its own separate I see. entity. I see. Yeah. So, what would you of what we talked about, including the stuff on the Patreon? It, it, picks that's of the week. another kicker. Because, yeah, because hey, picks of the week is where mine's coming from. We had some bangers on there. Not the not the toot our old horn. But, uh, goodness you know, gracious. The, the Patreon was something else. I'll tell you yeah, what. Yeah, it was. Oh, and, I, and those were picked randomly, and they ended up being pretty good. But I'll t- are you going to meander more? Are you going to tell us your pick there? Because <laughs> I'll tell you mine. Mine was me and Raboka. And it was a holiday deal and really got it, – it's one of those where on the Patreon deal, we were, I said we were yelling and shaking our fist at people. But it gave you – what I think people should check it out to just you could and you can you don't need to know anything just go in and read it and you'll see that it's just not gags there is some feels some to it as well and it. some heart and really a lot more if you know the characters so mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. have been reading I think that people would, it was a really nice holiday chapter 
uh, in a book that is all about people being friends through everything and all that. That has a formula, too, but I I like it. Yeah, it does. It works for us, at least. People still met. Phantom Seer fans are still losing their mind out there from it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But what what was yours? Is that the same deal? Are you there with that? I'm going to switch it up. Because uh, it's not even if it's slipping about yet, uh, it's gonna be the blue boxes. Oh, oh my goodness my gracious! Yeah. Who, who was your gem of the week? Oh, you see, this is where I switch it up. I'm gonna go with Roboco, actually. You know, because she had that little pep talk. It is true, and she slapped some sense into Gorilla. I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch it up on you. Because at one point, my my gem of the week, and I still think it is, you know, pretty much gems, but not of the deal, is the entire cast of Roboco, especially Gorilla, who gets drunk on friendship in that. But I'm actually going to make a swerve here, something that we kind of pushed by and so we didn't like as much, but I still think is a full-out gem, is Maharu in the Witch Watch, the Vampire Boys. Right, the vampires. I also it'd be funny if we gave the gossip boys the gem of the week, but they weren't really honorary mentions. Yes, but yeah, I can even go with Lou, who basically everybody was losing their minds. Oh my god, this is the biggest scandal ever, Lou. What do you think? This girl's kissing girls and guys and girls, and she's like, nah, they could love who they like. (laughs) So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go double there. I'm gonna go double. That's uh, the one panel gem. Yeah, that is. Lou and Maharu, uh, big deal. I'm telling you, even the idea of what Matsuri's trying to do, you know, for Suzu was pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of gems, a lot of gems this week, right? Oh, my goodness. But, but, Luke, aren't you the gem of all time? Now, with know. that, oh, I think you are. With that, we don't have any books next week. It's going to be a, a, you know, a skip week because holidays. of the holidays. So what we may do, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I'm saying depending dreams, on schedule, but dreams. we may be back next week with our end of year report cards, oh our end of goodness. year award show. And Scoot this is something we started, uh, you know, last year, whatever. And I said that it would be cool that by the end of this year, we'll be able to do a award show. So we'll be able to do that maybe with some wacky stuff. Of course, gem of the year. Whoa. Stuff like that is one of them. Me. But book book of the year, maybe even. You know, color pages. We'll, we'll oh see. my goodness! We'll see. I, I sent you kind of a preliminary idea of what some categories will work. Be, it but out. it'll be pretty loosey goosey, and we'll go. It always that. is. Yeah. So with that, and then I'll take that time that we that I'm not waiting for Luke to wake up. Oh boy! And I'll use it to read some stuff. So we might come back at the new year. I'm planning on the new year switching some stuff up with everything. But I do like I like again, and I said this last week. I like the idea. There's a lot of these podcasts that they'll talk about, you know, the money makers. We're here to talk about the everyday walk a day Joe and go. Jane books that the everybody dogs. They are the ones coming out still. I mean, what is the deal? And I don't see a lot of these getting uh much exposure. So we like to do that Expose. as well. And, and again, like a mashal that we had this week. If we like a chapter of the other ones, we're still keeping up with most of them. And I'm gonna make sure that I get you know, caught up with things like an elusive samurai, mm-hmm. things like that. So Undead Unlock. Yeah, Undead Unlock, so we can go. I just want that, you know, spring to end, and then we'll Please. get back to that. But, yeah, I like jumping into stuff like that as well. But I hope everybody enjoyed the uh, show. If you could, go and rate and review and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga, where we have... 
the Picks of the Week show each and every week. And we also have our early access with a bunch of bangers coming up Bang. with the whole Manga Monday. So with all that, I will bid you adieu. That's for the French fans. We oui. fans. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> what am I in BTS? Oh, my fans here. I'm going to have a live stream where I practice dancing. I watch a lot of I watch a lot of videos of them doing their dancing practices. I'm telling you, I am there's in. money in those TikToks. And dances. maybe by the end of the year, beginning the next one, we might even have a little bit of a... We have a bunch of reading clubs. Do we have a listening club? Because <laughs> I can come on and you can just listen. I'll just do that. I'll just put on songs and just talk. No video or anything. It's just a podcast. I'm like, yeah, this is a cool one. That's You're not allowed to have a club if it's only one person. Yeah, here. that's true. Oh. That is true. Club of one. There you go. Uh, but that's just what I, I end up doing, you jerk. Now you, you got, you wow, got wow. me all upset. Oh, but everybody, I'll just go up and play my kazoo then. Please don't. <laughs> oh, but hey, thanks everybody for listening. And we'll talk to you next week.